Hey kings, hey queens, this is the Absolute Queen. Today is Sunday, December 20th, 2020. Thanks for listening. So just continuing onward um, with my testimony on how God helped me to overcome um, the spiritual abuse that I um, that I experienced uh, quite some time ago, but it did not. The healing didn't come like right away. Um, so when I last spoke with you guys and shared, the last thing I was mentioning was that I, you know, left the, the organization um, and I wasn't, you know, answering when they called the, that particular day that I didn't show up on it because we usually go on a Tuesday. Well, not usually every day, every our service day was a Tuesday. It wasn't a Sunday. Now we met for prayer um, at a, a certain time period for prayer on Sunday, but we met for like what most people do on Sunday. We did that on Tuesday. So that one Tuesday when I couldn't go and I didn't. And so as I was saying, I was getting calls from them um, because she, you know, pushed I know that she, I, I feel it. I knew that she was telling them to, to talk to us. And I think one of the ladies did confirm it for me um, later on. Um, so I knew that she was telling them to call. And then, you know, I didn't answer. Because as I said in the last episode, I did not want to get interrogated and have that con- condemnation. Because as I said, my part that the Lord has shown me. Um, during my process of him healing me was the man pleasing it interfered because if that's your concern like um you know the apostle said if if you're concerning with pleasing man you cannot be a servant of the lord and so i wasn't because i was that i was looking to her and putting her on a pedestal and even idolatry we sometimes when we think of idolatry we think of how it was described where they would carve out these little idols these little idol things or putting something on the um some kind of pedestal and like bowing down and literally worshiping but you have to understand that God always looks at the heart he always looks at what has your heart because what's supposed to have your heart is him that's where he's supposed to reign and where he reigns in your heart he cleans it up he said he would give us a new heart a flesh fleshy heart that's soft and not hardened he said he would give us a circumcised heart and so I was having a hard time in my relationship with him and part of it when I was there and wasn't getting the healing is puts my part in it is the worshiping of her. I didn't literally, you know, bow down to her or anything, but because I was trying to man please and stuff like that and not look to God. And that's probably why I was confused and everything is because I put her on their pedestal. It's because of the idolatry. She was before what God was saying. God was constantly talking to us. I know he was letting us know things about the situation. But in re- in reality, we didn't trust that God could speak to us and speak through us because of the manipulation. And so we were looking to someone else. And we have to have a relationship with God. We have to know that he he is the one in control and he wants a relationship with every single one of us individually. And yes, is he uses other people to speak and it always points back to him. And the moment we get our eyes 
off of him and just looking constantly at the other, that person that's speaking, it comes into a form of idolatry. I was reading in my word this morning um, in Acts with uh, Peter and John, they were going into the temple and there was this guy, I think they were saying that he was a lame and he was, you know, asking for, you know, alms, the, you know, money and things, you know, as the people that were going into the temple. And Peter, you know, being bold, looked at him. I think he even told him to look at us. And he was saying, you know, silver, money and uh, gold and silver or something like that. He doesn't have. But what he do have. In the name of Jesus, he's going to give to him. And he told him to walk and grab, you know, I believe he grabbed his hand. I'm going to put the, um, the scripture that I read this morning in the, sh- in the show notes so you guys can actually read the entire story. So whenever I mention something in the Bible um, and I put the notes, please go look at that because I want you to get it and pray that whatever God is, you know, wanting to reveal that he, like I said, the Holy Spirit teaches all of us all things. That's what it says. So, um, read that. But what I got out of it is he, he reached out to them and lifted the man up because he said, walk. And the man got up, was walking and praising, and he actually went inside the temple with them. I thought that just touched me profoundly when he when he walked inside with uh, Peter and John. And people was looking around and looking at this whole thing because they seeing this, they witnessing this, this miracle that um, God did through them. But they started to put their eyes on them and was looking at them John and Peter and so I believe Peter was like you know why are you looking at us and thinking that it's our godliness or it's something within you know something something within our works that causes um this thing to happen is because of God he you know he all he pointed down himself and said pointed towards God this is God and and Jesus and he he told them this is the one and he just started to go off forth with the gospel on what they did to the G- G- Jesus um but they did it in ignorance and he just I don't know if that was the point because I know at some point when they used to preach to the people it would cut them to the heart and I can't remember if that was the case for that particular thing. But he, I know he preached on it. So definitely take a look at that. I'm going to put it in there um, in the in the show notes. And so, you know, that's what I had learned from that experience. The idolatry, me looking just like they were looking at the servant of God and kind of putting them on the pedestal. Like they got something that's beyond your reach. God God is not beyond any of our reach. We can all go to God and Jesus because of what Jesus did. He said, no one can come to the father except through me. And he has given us the, um, he has given us his Holy Spirit where we can have that. And that's what he desires for us to have that communion and that relationship and that intimacy with him. We just have to, first believe that he that he will he wants because it's in his word i know i believe um that god wants a relationship with me he wants to talk to me he wants to share things he said he don't i think he was like you don't even call you servant i call you friends i was on the pr- a prayer line yesterday and i think might have been on Instagram in a group of beautiful, beautiful ladies that I got so much from them. Um, and she just brought to my remembrance about Jesus when in his word, when he said he he said, I call you friends. And we have to she reminded us he had we have to remember that he is our friend, too. Um, and honestly, for me, knowing that, um, at a young age and growing up and him bringing it constantly to my remembrance, because 
I have always been a low key person where I'm just not gonna like, <laughs> I'm not gonna reach out to people like that. Like, I've always had like a small circle and I am getting better with my trust issues because I've been praying to God about it. But in the past, I've always had trust issues and I know where it's them from now. So I'm asking God to heal me from the abandonment in my past um and so uh that's what they were talking about in the instagram um thing that i was in and i just i just um i just thank god for that that he wants that relationship so don't look to me look at who i'm pointing to i'm pointing to jesus and you can have that relationship with you know our Lord and Savior and if you don't know him as Lord and Savior he said anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and just you know if it's just the start um just to call on them and pray um because he, he he calls us to repentance he calls us to turn from our our ways and thinking that we know everything and thinking that we know the right way but he's the way. So just keep listening and, you know, keep he, you know, he's speaking, you know, and just, you know, just look to Jesus. He will help. So that's when, you know, getting back to the story of my past with that church, that's the thing that, that was, I would say if I can sum it up in one situation it was the man pleasing and looking to someone else and um which interfered with me not having that uh relationship with him because of where my eyes were gazed and so um like I said eventually they stopped calling because they only really called that one day and then she ended up calling. I can't remember if I mentioned this, so I'm going to repeat it if I have mentioned it. But she called and left me a voice message. You know, I can't remember what she said. And I thought I, I might have had the voice message, but I don't think I listened to it. And I can't really remember, but I know she left me a voice message. And I know the gist of it. I do remember her saying to give uh, her a call back. And she mentioned the stuff about her watching over our souls and all of that stuff. But I know that I felt it, that it was some manipulation to draw me back in. Because honestly, I didn't know at the time. But now looking at the situation, me leaving helped cast the you know help continue to exempt not exempt to magnify some of the questions that the rest of them were having even though they did not leave right a, right away um and so this that goes into my next thing because I knew by me leaving um and that's why I said when I left things wasn't over because number one I got the opposite uh what is it says opposition you know the the um backlash from it so the first thing I think I told you that she had a business so I was in the business not you know I was getting services from her and so I think I told you guys before if not in this uh series in maybe other episodes about you know talking about something else that when I first graduated, I had a hard time finding employment um, because of the economic situations that was going on back in the mid 2000s, uh, you know, 2008, 2007, like that. And so, but God was faithful even that time because he always took care of me. He always provided um, and I was able to um, manage my finances really well because of just the you know just looking towards him um where, where I was at and so 
I had this urge to back then to stop relaxing my hair because I wanted to embrace, you know, how my hair really was. I just, I had that desire. And so, um, I think I talked to because her business was a, a restoration for our hair to get take care of our hair and help it to grow. And I honestly thought that that was, um, you know, what she was going to do. She would help me to like, just, you know, stop using a relaxer because check this out. Like, um, we were in Walmart one time, me and this other, me and the girl, another girl that was at the church with me. And I was putting my own relaxers in my hair at the time. I really didn't like doing it. I like dread it. Um, and this is not to say, you know, anyone, everyone should, especially if you're, um, you know, black, African-American like me or whatever, that you should wear your hair natural. It's just something that I desired to do that I I just did not feel, I, I didn't feel comfortable constantly putting it in my head. And so you know, um, and I didn't like it. <laughs> um, and so I, I still was doing it because when I didn't have a relaxer in my head, my hair gets like strong, like Mufasa. And that was one of the main reasons because my family, um, my dad's side, which I think is where I get my grade of hair from, like strong, has a really strong grade of hair, thick, strong like tight curls <laughs> really tight curls and so um my mom put a relaxer in my hair uh, I can't remember how old I was but I know I was really young and when I asked her about it she said because I could she couldn't manage it so when I did the business with the you know the, the lady that was pastoring us at the church um when I was taking on her services, I was like, I was excited because I feel like I was going to be able to learn um, how to properly take care of my hair, which she did instilled a lot of stuff that I um, have learned and incorporated to this day, the services that she was providing. And so she in it um, end up because like I was getting into the story was at Walmart. Um, and cause this is how I ended up getting into her services. We were at Walmart. So going back, um, I hope you can follow. I apologize, <laughs> but we were at Walmart and I put the relaxer in my cart and she was looking at it and she was like, Oh, you doing that still? <laughs> and let me tell you which one. And I think I might've said, yeah, you know, whatever else I'm going to do. <laughs> And she was like, let me tell you which one to get. And so we went over there and she was like, none of them didn't work because we don't know how long they've been on the shelf, which is could be true. And then I end up getting conv uh, convinced. Well, not convinced because I, I had the desire to, to join it um, anyway. So it was I, I feel that I learned, like I said, I learned a lot of skills on how to take care of my hair. So. Um, the, she, it was a program of restorations for her hair. So I had to sign an actual contract, like a legal binding contract. Um, and I didn't have a problem with that. I told you guys know, um, a part of the, like the profession, but I think also like, I think it's connected with God, with me, as I was telling you is law and legal and all of that stuff. And so you know, I read the contract, looked over it, understood it, um, and I signed it. And then the thing that was in there is that it had a date, right? A six month date. I think from like March to like September. And then it said that, um, I don't even think it said anything about the contract renewing or anything like that. It, it was just that one little written thing and that's it. I actually still have it. Um, let's see. 
oh, I'm, a, I'm at 19. Maybe I might, when I pause, I'll pick it up, but I'll um, go and look at that just to make sure. But anyway, so it was a contract that I had to sign first for the six months of service. And then she broke down the different services that she would actually be doing and how much those were going to cost. And she explained to me. So overall for the program was like $147. Um, and how we worked it out, it would be taken out a month. Um, and so like I understood that. And then the other thing I understood that it, we didn't exchange any money in our hands. It was something that we set up automatic, like a subscription Um that just get taken out so you didn't have to worry about the money. And that's how I understood it, that the services that she was rendering, I was going to pay for that. Um, it was going to come out like automatically, um, but it was for services. And then it mentioned it, you know, she had this little online thing um, that you had to like, kind of like a chopping cart. And that was it. And then, um, I think when it got to the end of it, um, there was no new written contract. Um, we did sign the, we did not sign, but we did, um, you know, for the monthly to get, continue to get taken out. And so, you know, she was rendering the service, but I think I had renewed that in March, you know, to continue on you know, with her handling my hair and everything. Um, and so I think something happened where it didn't, um, take it out. And I, I think that's why I have to go look at the old stuff, but something happened. I know it was beyond my control. Cause I didn't, um, I don't purposely, I don't try to, um, cheat anybody or do slick stuff like that especially back then now maybe in the past before Christ I'm gonna be honest with you yeah <laughs> yeah I did and I asked God for forgiveness for that 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 wickedness and that sin but now that I'm in Christ especially even then with the stuff that I didn't know I would no way I was trying to do that and I didn't probably just didn't have enough money or something I don't know but we worked it out and I went to the bank, I think, and got it covered um, so that the money could get taken out a month. So I did that in March of 2009 because I did the stuff in 2008 it, towards the end of 2008. And so what happened, like I said, we were in March, then the next month which was April, because I told you the day that I left. I remember it like it was yesterday, Tuesday, April 28th, 2009. I left, right? And so March was already taken out. April was already taken out. She got the services. You know, she did the services for both of those. So I get, you know, I looked, okay, she gets paid for that because she did services. And then knowing what I know about business transaction, like on a basic level, usually you have to give someone, um, just as a courtesy, a 30 day notice. Like if you got this business, if you're going to, um, not able to do the service and cancel it. And they usually, you know, will get their, they'll get rendered their payment if you cancel late. Or whatever regardless if she didn't do the services or not so I end up letting her know because uh, it was in April and May around May 1st 2nd around that time because I knew it was going to get taken out that um you know that payment that was taken out um you know for services she didn't render but it's okay because uh of the canceling and I think it was really hard for me to write that letter so I'm actually am going to go try to find that and continue onward with this on the next segment but I'm going to just give as much as possible before I run out of time for this segment and so um you know I wrote a letter to her about it um 
and told her that that May one is good, but I am, you know, effective today in May. Am requesting. I can't remember the exact words. That's why I want to bring that pull that that stuff up. Um, I'm requesting that the services are will be canceled thus far for whatever I wrote. Um, because I knew I wasn't going to continue the services. I left the church. So it's no way I'm going to be in her presence when I feel like I'm being manipulated. Um, and so it's no way I'm going to let her be in my head anymore. So, um, and it was not easy. Like I said, it wasn't easy doing that. It wasn't easy leaving. It wasn't easy writing that letter, but I knew for my relationship with Christ and for me to actually extend that, um, relationship with him and look towards him and let him work on me I had to leave even though it was hard and so um I can't remember what made me go to the bank but I I was going to the bank I think she took out when I wrote the letter I think she might have took out the one that you know that I was given a pass on um because of the late notice or whatever for my appointments um I think she ran the card again and it got taken out again and then when I talked to the people in the bank because I was disputing it um those they told me that it got ran like several times after that and it was after I wrote my letter because I told her that the account will be closed at a certain time and all of a sudden like I had a specific date that I wrote in the letter and that this account will no longer be accessible um or something like that and so it's really important for me to get the letter um and all of a sudden like they told me at the bank that the the car got ran so many times like they can literally tell you how many time a merchant tried to uh run the car through they were able to see it on their end and thank god for them that i was able to take care of that right away and get it taken care of so that those definitely did not go through they were able to reject those but the one that did go through the extra one that did go through um that was the one that I had to fight on my hands um and I was disputing it and I think I had to go to the bank through the through the bank and put out um a letter or something some kind of request and I got a uh um e- uh not a, a mailing back that let it go through that said that it you know because I guess they had access or whatever she probably wrote um I might still have that stuff um they you know denied denied it and I just did a lot of praying, a lot of warfare praying um, as she was raising us to learn and to do and stuff. And I ended up having to do it against whatever evil spirit that possibly was operating in her. And even when it looked impossible and looked like everything was defeated, I was, you know, I was praying and I was going to accept the will of the Lord. It's like, it will. I said, Lord, if um if it was my arrogance my um my um mistake or whatever I will live with the consequences um that you are you know allowing to happen and and or if I'm right in this matter and this you know I have to deal with it and I'm not gonna get anything back um because this is what happened it was going back and forth with me and her she ended up sending me a demand letter and saying that she would take me to court now I know what the word says about two believers going to court and I wasn't going to go to court you I was not going to be if 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 she would have sent me um if it would have gotten that far and she would have sent me um papers to appear to a court no way I'm not doing it I pray to God I would rather be cheated than to make the Lord look bad 
You know, because I believe his word. You can have it. Because he already done enough by blocking them other ones. So you can have it. And sure enough, as good as God is, it didn't even hurt the man letter trying to scare me. Um, didn't even work. And that even that letter that I got saying that everything was done copacetic or whatever. And they um, took the thing and took it out. It got reversed. So I got my money back. I'm going to stop right here. I'll be right back. Okay, this is a short break for you guys, but it has been a really long break for me. I um I think I've been looking at the stuff that I said I was going to look at that I'm keeping well that I have kept but after looking at it I'm definitely getting rid of it after this recording not soon not a second after because I'm glad I still kept it because it did give me a good insight on the opposition that had came against me during that time it was strong and it was heavy it was a bullying spirit um and that wasn't the only bullying spirit that I've incurred I think the other one that I incurred shortly after this prepared well this particular one with within the church prepared me for the other bullying spirit because by that time um, I was much stronger um, in the Lord, but that might be an episode or another series that I might have to get into as well. So I'm going to just stick to this particular topic and just um, focus on this opposition that I was encountering um, that was not fun, that I kind of didn't relive as far as the emotions of the anger that I was feeling because it just made me remember the anger and the and part of it was righteous anger and then part of it was fleshy anger like when I was under the righteous anger I was able to pray and then God was able to hear me and then there was sometimes when the situation just took me totally out and I was cursing and I know that that's not what God would have for me to react. So I'm just being honest um, on how I was certain things that I was going through. Like, let's say, for example, going into like I was telling you guys, I um, I had these services that were being rendered. It was hair appointments. Um, and so we all know about how hair appointments go. It was this program that's supposed to help assist, but they're still hair appointments. They're do she's doing certain things to my hair, um, to, you know, I guess to make it healthy, which she did a good job. Like I said, you know, in the last segment, but nonetheless, they were hair appointments. It wasn't something that rendered, even if I'm no longer in it, you're still going to get paid because, um, of it was a different um it was a different entity or it was a different um like contract or something you know these were services you get paid for services you don't get you don't do the service you don't get paid and so because I had left the organization the church and I believe I couldn't find that email and if I wanted to diligently in my flesh, I could probably look it up and find it, but it's just definitely not worth it. And I'm not going to, um, but I do remember when I originally, I believe when I left the church, I think I know I sent an email stating, you know, that it was hard. I might even found that. I don't know if I sent the email before or afterwards. I, I don't, I, I can't remember, <laughs> Um, But what I do know is that the reason that I was canceling her, you know, rendering services on my hair 
is because, like I said, our business was mixed with her being my pastor and then her doing these services. And since I no longer trusted her with something that is at the utmost importance, which is um, watching over my soul in Christ and pointing me to Christ and doing that stuff. Because she always said I had discernment. And I always have people say that I have wisdom. And I know that it's because of God. It's because when I was a little kid, um, I think I might have mentioned this too. My auntie used to have me and my sorter twin read out, write out the Psalms and the Proverbs and stuff. And I used to just look at the Bible as a kid and just ask God to help me with stuff and guide me. And I still do that. I still come to him and ask for his guidance and his help. And so any wisdom that someone sees in me is just because like God says, ask for wisdom, he'll give it to you. He gave it to Solomon when he asked for wisdom to be able to you know, guide his people and direct his people and and rule over his people. And so I was using, you know, because I know my relationship with God wasn't perfect. And I made many, many mistakes during that time. But my heart from the time I was 21, 23, when I told you guys to seek him wholeheartedly was always to look towards God and you know, when I started recognizing my discernment, I would, and the reason I left, like I said, I wasn't praising God. I wasn't, it wasn't, um, it, it, it was, if in that church, it was feeling miserable and it was, my mom always said, like I was saying, you shouldn't, it shouldn't hurt to praise God. And that's how I was feeling. Um, I didn't feel like I was truly praising him and worshiping him while I was there. And then it just started to make sense because I just no longer trusted her to like look after me as far as when it comes to spiritual things. I didn't trust that she was on the right path spiritually anymore. I I was seeing like controlling and I was seeing money. I was seeing other rulers in her life other than I other than God, I wasn't seeing humility. I wasn't seeing gentleness. I was seeing maybe the falseness of it at times, but I wasn't seeing it. And so I just couldn't do, I couldn't do that. I couldn't let it continue. So if I was like, I'm not going to, if I didn't trust you to do, to do the pastor role in my life, um, why would I continue to sit down and let you work on my hair? <laughs> I think I mentioned that before, but So I sent a letter informing her of that, telling her to cancel, um, because like I said in the last section, there were, um, it wasn't actually money being handed out, except for a couple of times, and I'm going to explain that a little later, but most of the money was electronic transfer from my account to her account. And so, and so, um, I was telling her to cancel that to make sure that no more funds was being taken out of my account. Um, and because I knew the appointment was coming up soon, like another appointment and it was like less than a week. Um, and I always, like I said, I always go to the basic business practice that usually when you're canceling something, you usually give someone 30 days notice. Um, so I just was going to chalk that up. And the, this is the thing. The appointments are were usually that I had were bi-weekly. So I had one, one Sunday, I mean, one Saturday and then another Saturday that I didn't. And then I had one another Saturday. And... The one Saturday, both Saturdays, I knew I was going to miss. So I just gave her the whole thing, like for that month, didn't even trip about it, made sure that I had enough in the account because my account was actually like $8 and some in there. I actually got old statements (laughs) that I'm looking at right now. Only had like $8 in my account and I made sure 
to put $200 in there so that, and I put just enough. Cause like I said, I didn't have a lot of money at the time because of, you know, the job market and me in between jobs and stuff. And I think that that time I was no longer doing the census cause we finished our project really early. And so I, um, I put just enough. I put the $200 in there to make sure it gets covered or may I'm thinking for me to even have the $200 to deposit it. Um, I think my mom might've even gave it to me or something. I don't even know, um, what happened. Was it a check? I think it was, it looks like it was a check. I probably was depositing my last check, one of my checks or something that I got for partial, a partial check. Um, but anyway, I deposited and I knew that that was going to go towards that. And I knew how much money I was going to be working with, like 60 some dollars. And then, so I was just like, you know, had to really depend on God for, to be able to take care of me. And it was like, like I said, $60 left and I was letting it go. Let her have that. Um, even though I think I told her during the other communications back and forth, um, about the uh, uh, money. Cause like I said, I gave her, told her that after, um, this notice, which was in May and June, the account will no longer be accessible. And surely enough, um, she, two days later, she tried to, she kept running it again. And I think I mentioned that in the last segment and I found out about that. Um, well, what made me go into, cause I told you I went into the bank and what made me go into the bank is because whenever I get an overdraft, they'll send me a notice. So I got a notice um, and I went in about it. And then that's when they told me, oh yeah, it's been ran more than once. Um, and then that's when me and her went back and forth with emails and it was really, really, I wouldn't say nasty, but my whole thing was the original contract written was in March, 2008. And it was for six months and it actually have completion date, September 6, 2008. And there wasn't any other contract after that, nothing else written. Now, whenever you do like written contracts, if it's going to be renewed for whatever particular time, it will state, you will have that stated in maybe another written contract or how, you know, how most stuff people used to work in doing, dealing with, or it will put it in like an automatic thing, you know, just to let people know. It didn't even have that in it. It didn't have anything about cancellation. It didn't have anything about uh, automatic renewal. And I think I was asking that when we were going back and forth, I was asking that in a lot of my um, emails that I was reviewing. Um, And then I even asked her to return the money because of financial trouble and because... I said I was canceling and she pretty much refused and was like bullying me to pay her $600 more. And I wasn't going to do that (laughs) because I was getting advice from other people asking them what they thought, letting them read the contract and, and give me some advice. I really didn't want to go to any courts or anything. I even, because this was a pastor that I was dealing with, I even took it to another pastor to get some advice from another person that's in spirit in, in um, ministry and in leadership. Because like I said, I, I wasn't in any ministry. So I wanted to know if I was doing something wrong 
and they gave me good advice they said no she's just probably paying and it, he kind of confirmed what I was thinking he said she's paying more attention to the money instead of just letting it go and I think he told he was the one that told told me to write a letter and um explain it to her again um and that's what I did but it didn't it didn't work she was bringing up all this other stuff like it was just like a big long email like pretty much none of the it wasn't addressing some of the stuff that I was mentioning it was just big big long email um but I did see because I know the last thing I told you guys too is that I didn't answer any of their calls the other sisters that were there and I actually found out like when I was reviewing some of the um letters and emails and stuff that was going back and forth between me and her is that I actually did like shortly after that maybe a week or two or so I, I addressed in there and that's why I'm glad I reviewed it because it's, it's giving me a little bit more insight. Cause like I said, I got healed from this. So I really kind of forgot all of the bad stuff, but I saw that I did talk to one of them and I actually did tell her why I left. And I think because, you know, the lady that uh, did this mentioned it, that I was in communication with that young lady. And so she told, I know she told her because that's why she kind of mentioned, you know, the pastor, why she mentioned it in the email. Um, you know, because I, I guess she was like, might have said, I know you're in communication with her or whatever. Um, but I wanted to make sure that she knew. Like, I wanted to tell her, let her know because it was like, like I said, the emails were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for no apparent reason. Um, eventually, I just kept telling her I'm not paying you anything. Like the contract is ended. Like after I talked to the pastor, and as you guys already know, because this is what I'm accepting, um, not giving up on becoming a lawyer, an attorney, and working in the legal field back then, because that's what I wanted to get some understanding um and I don't know if she didn't know that about me um but I did actually look up about automatic renewals and cancellation and it pretty much said the same thing that there should be disclosed an automatic renewal clause clearly in the contract and then the contract has to still be valid it can't have a completion date um, and if there is, you know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to be using the same contract, it has to have a renewal. Um, and it didn't. So it was just like, I was just like, she's going to, she that's where I said the bullying was coming because I kept getting emails and having to reply. And then I don't know if eventually I just decided not to reply anymore and just stop and was like. Um, if I have to go to court for this, I'm just gonna, I think I came to the conclusion, I'll just rather just be cheated. Um, and I'll take whatever God is saying to take, um, whatever acceptance, whatever judgment he makes, because he's the righteous judge. And then the thing like that I'm remembering now, I think I remember then, like I was telling you guys about my name and, um, you know, what God was saying to me. And that was the, that was the judgment that kind of like the judgment and examination of myself, because I know that not to say I did anything wrong with her, wrong towards her. Cause I didn't, but my thing of it was the man pleasing and, you know, putting somebody before God is what I was kind of really looking at the the pretty much the sin against God that I had committed and I was just like feeling like this was the consequences of that and whatever God would have for to happen I was just gonna just be cheated like that's how I like looked at it um but um even you know after eventually I think 
like I said, the emails was constantly going back and forth. And like, like I said, I eventually just stopped replying. Um, the first notice, because I did dispute that transact extra transaction she 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 tried to take out, and then I blocked. Found can't remember how I blocked it, but I got I might have got a new. Um, that's what I did. I got a new uh, debit card. So she was trying to run it on the other one. And uh-uh. So now that's why she put in the demand letters for me to give her a new car. I'm like, no way. So I end up getting a letter from my bank saying they did not find an error. Based on the facts, they did not find an error. And I was like, mind you, this was going on back and forth in May. And... June, I don't think we had any letters, but I figured she might be trying to, she's going to possibly try to sue me. Um, and I'll just, you know, let it, let it be. And then when I got this letter saying that they didn't find anything, um, I was just like, oh, wow. But I think I was going to eventually just let it go. But, um, Three days later, I got another letter and then I saw a reversal and I still don't know who had done it. I don't know. That's why I said, I don't know. And this is what I was thinking back then. Um, I don't know if she just let it go. I know by um, all the way into May, I'm not sure about June. Um, but I know well deep into May, she was we, we she was still sending me emails, looking at some of the old emails um, that I was able to pull up with Yahoo because that's what I was using at the time. I in July, like three days later, like I said, I end up getting that my claim was valid, and like I said, it got reversed. So I got my money back. And then that was the end of it. Um, I did not get um, any notice to appear before court or anything. But I do what I remember so uh, fondly and keeping in my mind was me. Because I kept praying for God's grace and his mercy. And I prayed for God to be the judgment of this situation. And that whatever he would have to happen that's what's gonna happen and I will accept it and if it's me going to court if it's me having to pay this and I get a a judgment that gets sent to me saying that I have to pay this and I owe her this money then I'm just gonna do it because I didn't want like I said in the previous segment to blast you know to to cause any disrespect towards God's name by continuing to fight with someone that's within the church. We're not supposed to fight one another. And that's one of the other lessons that, um, or have any kind of let disagreements and, and d- disputes just carry us away. And I think that's why I stopped communicating, like not communicating, but why I stopped replying too. Because it would have never ended. I honestly don't think, she just stopped replying to me. I honestly think I have to look, but maybe I won't. But um, I just know that um, I was just gonna accept what God was gonna was gonna render, you know, His judgment, because that's who, the judgment that I um, I was looking towards. You know, I wasn't going before no court to say what to hear what they was gonna say among people who were saying that they were Christians or believers in Christ and all of that stuff. That's just not the way you're supposed to do things. The word of God says, just be cheated pretty much. And so I was going to accept whatever God says, but three days later, my claim was found valid and I got my money back and everything in that particular business situation worked out in my favor. Um, and like I said, I don't know if she just gave up. She could have. She could have not. 
um, that might be something too if the ladies that was there with me could possibly shed some light on that situation. That's if they decide to come on the show. Um, but if not, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, the one thing before I get ready to end this that I wanted to mention, and I think I mentioned before, is that I am definitely open to reconciliation. Um, because I know that's what God wants and, you know, God, uh, want, you know, cause he, 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 he provided a way for us to be reconciled back to him. So I know that's God's will. And so I'm open to it, but I know we all got to like, when it comes to him, we can't be like, okay, come into God and then don't admit our faults or things that we've done, you know, that was a sin against him. And the same thing goes with one another. Like, if we're going to be reconciled, we have to admit our um, our part and stuff. I, I keep saying that. So, it's like, I'm open to reconciliation, but... And I've forgiven, but when you have these kind of issues that's against, you know, one another, you gotta um, pretty much go to your your brother or your sister and ask for forgiveness, and and take um take your uh your share of what's went on and your mistakes and the things that you did that was sinful and all of that stuff. So until this whole situation get acknowledged as far as her part in it, then I don't think any reconciliation where it's, um, well, cause okay, this is the thing. One of the ladies that were there was telling me that because she still she communicates with her. Um, and like I said, I've seen her. I've forgiven her. I, you know, said hi to her and greeted her and everything, but not yet once. And she's talking to me just like everything is OK. And we didn't go through this big, huge battle. Um, and I never brought it up. I didn't bring it up. I remember it. Um but I didn't bring it up to use it against her as far as like, I'm not talking to you because of that. Um, but I, st- I remember, um, that whole thing, but I pray f- that we can talk about that and get it totally, totally past us where this, you know, that it doesn't be ignored. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, that situation will be acknowledged but if it don't I'll still if I see her and whatever I'll still talk to her say hi whatever um but as far as what the young lady that was there that who could still communicates every now and then I think she told me that she thought we were the pastor lady thought we were all coming back to her that's what God told her not until uh <laughs> an acknowledgement of that time period I mean I would even you know come there to join and we all have coffee because when I met her that's what she was saying tell them you know the other girls if you want to have coffee we all have coffee and get together no problem but as far as me letting her speak spiritual things to me I'm really going to test those. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm really going to test it. Like, you're supposed to do it anyway, but I got to see where her mind at spiritually. You know, ask God for wisdom to help me figure that whole thing out. So, if you guys, like, I know some of you all, maybe all of you that listen to this, pray. Definitely pray for that because I, I pray... <clears throat> I pray for reconciliation 
but um we do need to acknowledge it just can't get it and not you know acknowledge what went on so i think that was it <laughs> that i had to say for this segment with the whole hair thing that was some hard times like really really hard but it wasn't the end um and I don't think I'm going to continue on the next segment. I will have to definitely pick up next episode because just going back there and reviewing some of that stuff did leave me a little drained. So that will be all for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>